You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm Colorado Pino Open Bias. As we were saying, Eddie, just before, and that's why I just gave that really quick intro. You and I probably need new surfboards. Me, look, obviously, like, there's a lot that we can get into about about me. But just surfboards-wise, we've got our <coughs> – the Big Day Rosé ones seem like they might be a little bit too good for us. Well, That's I th- what we're being told. Listen, Matho, who is our now official fucking surf coach of the show, says they're not beginner's boards. He rode them and is of the opinion they're not beginner's boards. So given what I was able to achieve, I think puts in – it just – it shines a light on my brilliance, I think, mm. first and foremost. Mm. I think secondly, Tom, yep. we can all acknowledge that having reviewed the footage, and I have, I have reviewed the footage yep. – as have the punter and the dribbler. If, yep. if you haven't, head to Hello Sport YouTube, check it out. Fucking good stuff. Big big Day Board Riders Vlog 1. Yeah. You were swallowing that board. Too much man for the board. Too much man for the board. Too much man for the board. Now, there's two things that are true here. It's this. I could be, I could probably do with becoming a little bit less man, but I think I also need a lot more board, especially given that I'm – my, where I'm at in my surfing journey, I think, I think having bo- never stood up on a wave. Both things can be true. Yeah. You need to become less of a man and I need, physically. Yes. And you need to be you need to get more bored. Yes. Because we're like I don't want to get two X's and O's here, punters and dribblers, but our leaderage yeah. is the same. Yeah. Now, shout out to Journey Crafts who obviously made our boards phenomenally. We didn't in defense of him give him too much fucking information about what we needed. He, We didn't give him any information no. at all. I also like the way they look in the set. Same. Do you reckon they look better waxed up now? Yeah, with like a couple of fucking huge dents in them. Yeah, just a couple. <laughs> maybe a couple of knees in there. Dude, People was, blaming the tray. Not a tray no, issue. No, it's not a tray issue. It's us being, you know, like newborn giraffes on that fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Been a bit heavy-footed, heavy footed, yeah, heavy mate, legs. Heavy need for me, Heavy need, yes. I fucking had some... It was one where I was that. like, whoop, that's where that that's came where from. That, well, <laughs> and like when you're out there, you don't want to be coming back. Like you're getting, you know, you're not always getting hurt when you're getting, when you're falling off. But like I was getting knocked around. and You don't want to come out when you're tired and be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I just hurt my fucking knee. But I know the one where I, where I put that big old dent in it because it fucking caned. I, I knew it was going to look smaller on camera than it was, but it was actually – Beyond even my wildest dreams, yeah. yeah, as to how fucking small it looks. What it also put into is like when you're on the precipice of the wave, when you're about to try and get up. In my case, it felt so much steeper. And then again, you're watching it. And you're like, I'm basically on flat water there. Like yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. You're but, like, but it's fun though. It is fun. It's a lot of fun. Again, didn't get up, so I only know part of the story. But I enjoyed being out there with my friends. Yeah, it's nice to be out there in Mother Nature, yep. Tom. It's cathartic. It's spiritual. It's uh, cleansing almost. My shoulder's fucked. And I'm not saying – like, it was fucked. This is an excuse time with Tom and Eddie. Well, uh, well with Tom. Yeah. Um, but it's getting worse. And I don't – like, I went to the physio. I've got to rest it. But I'm like, how do I keep fucking shredding if I've got to rest it? And then it was strapped up, and like I just pound Nurofen, and like well, it's, I don't, poor, it's bad, bad timing to to for oh, it to rear its ugly head. I don't know how you're gonna keep shredding and resting. You can't shred and rest. What if I was to 
shred once a week, rest six days of the week. I'm not a physio. No. So you're asking the wrong guy. Well, I'm just putting it out there for you for some feedback. Like, what do you think about that idea? I think you need to shred once a week. That's, That's what, what I, I think. Because I can't. Otherwise, you're going to get left behind. I, I can't get left behind. I need to start catching waves here. Like, you're already two up. It's two It's two nil. Yeah, it's two zip. So i got to get up. Which is huge. I'm fully planning on getting up this week. You, well, it, but again, like, plans don't always come to fruition. But I plan on it. I'm... I'm feeling good about this week. I reckon there might be three or four this week in me. Well, when we get our bigger boards for bigger boards. Oh, mate, game, set, match. Game, set, match. Yeah. No excuses, though. No, no excuses. No excuses. Play like a champion. Yeah, no excuses. Play like a champion. But basically one-armed. Bit of Beth Hamilton about you. That was Beth Hamilton. Yeah. I mean, Tom's words, not mine. Not mine. But a little bit of Beth about the kid. Anyway, first step in a long journey. Humbling. Humbling. Yeah. Hum- I must admit. Humbling. Go and I check think it out. I honestly think the most humbling part about it, obviously I got up, was that That burnt the most. That was the most humbling part for me. The most humbling part for me is just how small it was out there yeah. and how how big at times it felt. Yes. Never to the point where I'm like, okay, this is getting a bit how are you? But Six, four foot, five yeah, but foot. You, but you know what as well though, dude? Like they're waves that you would comfortably body surf. And that's the thing I think you need to remind yourself. Comfortably you would body surf those waves just if you were out there, if we didn't have a board. I'm talking about I'm saying that getting that fucking thing under the waves, through the waves. It's very – and oh, you get that dragged shit. forward and yeah. backwards. I'm not worried about – like that was fine out there. I'm just saying sometimes you're like, oh, this is a bit of a big wave to get up on or getting under those things with a seven-foot fucking the, board no, attached to your leg. Like, that was the hardest part was like cardio was – it was okay. Like the cardio side of things wasn't too bad. It was the like – muscle fatigue of just trying to paddle back out and we aren't duck divers of note yet we don't of note we can't do it no i sort of did one but i got knocked off the board you got a duck dive in your i I sort of got one but again not a real one but as in i had a go at it and it was i didn't get like blown back into shore but like so basically, we're just ditching the board and just getting fucking pounded, and then you got to get back up. And to use a surfing term, Eddie took a couple on the head. Yeah, yeah, took a couple on the head. Took to a use a surfing term, oh, especially when you'd sort of, in my case, you'd get one in towards the beach, and then you'd have to get back out. <laughs> or in my case, when you you wouldn't get one, but you would find yourself back on the shore almost, having to get to, one back in, having to try and come, or back try out. and come back out, brother. I didn't realise, Tom, how much my eyes had hurt at points. Just from the salt water. Just from the salt, salt water. Salt water abuse. Yeah, they do. Not, not. I didn't feel that was too bad. The thing that really that blew my balls away was how fucking efficient a wetsuit is. Well, I've only ever worn Billabong, so I can only speak for them. But best in class. Best in class. And I've only ever worn them once. Unbelievable. I was shocked when we went out there. We were in there and we were looking at each other I was like, loving what? It. Yeah. This is warm as Absolutely toast. Absolutely loving it. Yeah. I like, couldn't get enough of it. No. Really nice piss in there too. I could feel it sort of washing over See, me. See, I forgot to. Which piss was nice. I forgot to. Which I was disappointed by. But there was just like, there were so many things going fucking wrong for me that day. That the piss was just another one that, you know. Then anyway. you just got horribly wrong. Yeah, I got horribly wrong. I know I know we've said it a lot, but I just want to say it one more time for those that haven't seen the YouTube yet. 
the fact that Tobler, and I know he's not here to defend himself, he's taking a well-earned break, but the fact that he wears undies in his wedding yeah. is just is just insane. I just don't, but I don't believe he really so Like, you want to talk about someone who I don't think has got up on a wave? Obviously me, we know that, but I don't think, I'd be fucking shocked if Tobler's ever got up on a wave in his life. He was, you know, it's, and this is, again, Tobler away, not who to defend himself. He's having a well-earned break, Tobler away. Do you see the photo he sent through where he's like, just got burnt to a fucking crisp while he was out I there? know. Get it together. I we know. were all putting sunscreen on you fucking, and it's on the, is there a more beta place to be sunburnt on the back of your legs? Oh, it's pathetic. And he put on sunscreen first. Yeah. I saw him getting it out but of the like, car. Like, if you get burnt on the back of the legs, you're a bit, you're, you're a bitch. Like, you just can't help it. Burns easily. He was out there for an hour max, and he had we sunscreen. And he long. had sunscreen on. We weren't there that long. <laughs> he wears <laughs> undies in his wedding. I mean, the kid's all over the map. Yeah, he is. Not here to in a bad himself. way. Not here to defend himself. But I mean, even if he was, what would he say to that? Well, he did get burnt, and he does wear undies in his wedding. Mm. There's just no not making anything up. There's no point to wearing undies in your wetsuit. Like, there's just zero reason for it. There's no functional utility value to having another layer around your dick and your ass. Like, it makes no sense. Unless you get a little bit worried getting it off in the car park. Yeah, but even then, your well, towel's just, around your... I'm just... Listen, it doesn't make sense to me. Maybe he's worried about a shark coming and biting his willy off. Needs an extra layer of protection. Oh, what? You reckon a little bit of cotton's going to save the day? Listen, I, mate, I don't think who so. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but it was fucking fun. Vlog on YouTube. Go check it out. Appreciate all the lovely comments and feedback. Um, it's really nice to read. Some really nice things said about Really Tom. nice. Really nice stuff. It's good. You could just read them before bed. Just pump yourself up. Like, yeah, yeah, well, mate. How no, much exactly. does the community get around? Yeah, them? look at this. Just getting around a couple of young, you know, young fucking thoroughbreds. Just trying to upskill. That's all we're doing here. We're just trying to upskill. Go from no skill to some skill. To good skill. To, to, to Nay, skill, great skill. skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't know the date of the Maru Open because that's what we're pushing to. Well, it hasn't come out yet. Because that's we are, what this is all we about. Are hope, we are hoping, praying right. that we don't have – we're not double booked. We're not, yeah, well, that we're not in Las Vegas. But we will – this is all pushing towards us competing against each other and trying to qualify. That's what this is about, as well as just be learning how to do like, – And when you say qualify, you mean, what are you talking about? I mean, if we're going in a QS event, we're trying to qualify for what? The tour. The – yeah, the tour. We want to be nationally ranked, globally ranked professionals. We want to be on the tour. That's what this is all about. Yes. Getting the CT. This is what this is about. So obviously the QS, ho hopefully we, Tom and I got like top five, top ten in the country and then we'll go on to the Challenger Series and then hopefully win three to glory. Yeah. That's the plan. 2025 is obviously when, if it all goes to plan, we'd be surfing with the big dogs, John John and, and the like, you know. Uh, Philippe. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jack Robinson. Yeah. Ethan Ewing. Correct. That That's 2025. Obviously there's a lot of uh well there's water that's got to go, under, got to go uh, you know bridge. under the board as it were yeah under the boards well said anyway that's us uh from a surfing context eddie couple of things before we get into the show even more than we already are because we're already into it right we're here we're, we're into it yeah we're into it thursday 6 p.m bloke dot shop restock of the 2023 podcast world champions t-shirts you're welcome you're welcome you whinged you pissed you bitched you moaned you saw everyone else wearing them you're like, oh, fucking you make some more so listen whilst we're bagging you out we did get some more 
Um, we made more. Bloke.shop. Bloke.shop. Bloke.shop, 6 p.m. The Thursday. thickies are looked after. The smallies are looked after. The mids are looked after. Yep. Everyone's looked after. Everyone's been shown equal love. Yep. Equal love. Bloke.shop, Thursday, 6 p.m. If you want to look as good as I do. Yep. Make smart decisions. I um, Don't uh, fuck around. No, don't fuck around. Also, just want to shout out, and we'll do it again. Uh, there's a charity cricket game coming up. I just want to get it up so I can uh, read it correctly, if that's all right. Uh, so this is a celebrity cricket match on November 15 at Pratton Park in Ashfield. Um, it's uh, all sort of, it's under the Mark Hughes Foundation. It's a brain cancer awareness charity event. It's a, sort of been done um, in the spirit for this young boy, Archie, who was just a weapon cricketer. Really good, and then about a year ago, diagnosed with brain cancer, and quite a sad and quick downward turn. He passed away, very sad, and his dad, um, Andrew, has put this charity cricket match on for him, and there's going to be a bunch of celebrities down there. Your Beaver Menzies of the world, Bing is going to be down there, Michael Hooper, Dan Christensen, the cricketer. There's plenty more, and we'll announce them all as they come along. We will be there. Um... You know, getting around saying good day. We aren't, you know, obviously now we're sort of we're sort of all focused on surfing, so I think that's why they didn't ask us to play, which yep. is understandable. Correct. Right? Uh, it makes perfect sense. Correct. Uh, but that is, um, again, the date, 15th of November, Pratton Park, Ashfield, uh, Western Suburbs Cricket v Manly Cricket Celebrity Cricket Game in memory of Archie uh, Gray. So, yeah, get around it. Get down there. And we'll be down there as well, so you can come say good day, come for a little uh, how are you. Nice. We'll be there. Yep. Love it. Love it. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's, it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe. Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets giving each other shit, 
having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? Go to hellosport.shop. Bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler. And we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Now, punters and dribblers, obviously getting to the topic that everyone's been waiting for. Mm. Everyone wants to fucking know about. Yep. Slip your bucks are back. Oh, they're buck. They're back. They're buck. They're buck. They're buck. We're buck. Thursday, 6 p.m., we took to the fucking fields. For the first time in a while, I hadn't played for like a year, given that I got married last year, and then it was fucking, you go away, and then it's Christmas, and then you just, you know, you, you just fucking... Sometimes you don't have time. Life gets in the way. Life happens. Life gets in the way, you know what I mean? Like, this, you know, there's, there's things to do. There's rosé to be drunk, yeah, exactly. so to speak. It was good to get down there, Tom. Fuck, it was good. Five all against the Wave Cows, an old foe, Tom. The wave Cows. The Wave Cows. I haven't heard of them for a while. Do you remember the Wave Cows? I remember the Wave Well, we actually beat the Wave Cows, punters and dribblers, Div 3 final some time ago. Bad blood, uh, though. What? Bad blood, though. No, listen, it was it's pretty it's okay with them. They're not like our old mate, the fucking the wood, wood ducks, the woodcucks. They're a different kettle of fish. I can, sorry, I can't keep I just look at this fern that's dying over in the corner. Yeah, and this one keeps poking me in the back of the head like fucking don't let me die. It already feels like it is dying a little bit. Is that already brown? Mm, Jesus Christ. These fucking ferns will be the death of us. It was just good to be back out there. Josh Ellis Flint of Jeff Athletic fame got down there, warmed the boys up, which was nice. Yeah. Because when you get to our age, Tom, the body needs to be warmed. Oh, fuck yeah, it does. I used to be able to get down there, rip in, play a game, no, and that's no, it. No, 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 I need half an hour of yep. the very best warming up yep. now just to get me right, just mate. Just to get you right. Just to get me right. Charred my finger. You'll always listen. It doesn't matter at this age what the fuck you do to stay warm, to get warm. And this isn't an age issue, but you will just always get injured no matter what. I called Ella after I go jab my finger. She goes, I knew it. I knew you'd do something. Yeah. I'm like, how did you know I was going to do something? Or do you just think that every time I go out? Steph thinks that any time I go to anything. She called me when we were surfing. Like, I had missed calls. I'm like, what's up? She's just checking that you're like not dead. I'm like, oh my God. What do they think of us? In fairness, you did jar your finger and my shoulder is That's the first time I've jarred at playing Oztag, I think. Doesn't matter though. You fucked your back. You know, you fucking... Well, that's come good. Jeff Athletic. I did, I've did. i done my hammy before. You've done your hammy? Yeah. I've done my back. I When we play cricket every time, I come back with like a finger that I'm not sure if it's broken or a fucking hammy that's done or a back that's sore or a fucking knee. Why is it that men seem to have these ailments and issues? See, now, Jeff Athletic, this is why, this is what he's passionate about. And this isn't an ad for Jeff Athletic, but I couldn't recommend the man enough. His whole thing is like, 30's too young to start falling apart. 
And he's, but so you're just so you're saying that women just keep active. No, speaking. well they certainly do. Okay, they're women. Okay, they're only dribblets getting around with bad backs. No, I'm sure there are for sure. But there's a. I think men, again, generalizing here greatly. So don't climb up my ass here, dribblets. But like men on the whole, probably more likely and inclined to be partaking in high risk. Not even the right word, but. They'll go play Oztag. They'll go play cricket. They'll go fucking try surf. They'll go golf. And golf. You know, like true. The, not that they're not active, but just the things that they're going like the way that men commune a lot of the times is a bit more around that sort of shit. It's a good point. And given the fact that we don't spend a lot of time on the whole looking after ourselves, we just go, oh, sick. I'm just going to pick up a fucking driver and go and smack the fuck out of a ball for the first time in 12 months. And might go my, bowl a couple of overs in the nets. Yeah, might go and bowl a couple of overs and go and start swinging a cricket bat, <laughs> sprinting up and down, some really short, sharp bursts of speed, and then pull a hamstring. But keep playing because I'm already fucking committed to this game. Correct. So we just do dumb shit and we're not really physically capable. Like, we're not in the right condition to do it. And that's the thing with Josh, where he's like, we're too young to be fucking, to be fucked. Like, you live till you're 70, 80, 90, 100, maybe 150 by the time we get into our work. You know what I mean? Medical science. Medical science. You want to start packing it in at 34? I don't. No, you can't. I don't want to. That's why I'm like, people are like, oh, fucking, you know, you guys are a bit fucking old to start stuff. I'm like, not really, dude. Okay. Not really. Hey, no, let's be, let's be fair income. At 32, are you telling me I'm too old to be surfing? Yeah. That's outrageous. Or too old to be trying it? Like, are you fucking... Is that the way you're going to live? Nah, bruh. Mate, because if I knock out 90, let's just say, if I get to 90, which would be real nice. Yeah. That's... Six, call it 60 years. It's yeah. 58, but call it 60. Call it 60. A gentleman's 60. Call it a gentleman's 60. And you're going to give up now? It's no, like, I don't think, think so. Think about the marathon. I was never fucking running more. I'd never run more than like 5Ks. The idea of a marathon was like, you can go and fuck yourself. I'm not running a marathon. Yeah. Fucking beat it. Sit on it shit. and twist sort of stuff. Sit on it and twist. <laughs> <laughs> but then we've done it. And like, and when I broke my knee when I was 20, I used to just like, I was always like making excuses. I always use my knee as an excuse, right? Like, as in, it's which sore. is unlike you because you're not a big. Excuse I'm not a big guy. excuse guy, but like, as in, it was sore. But I was always like, oh well, this is just me now. My knee's fucked. Like, I couldn't cross my legs. I couldn't bend. It was always mm. really tight. And I was like, well, fuck. I'm just like. Mm. And then you just eventually go like something happened where I was like, do I really just want to fucking not do anything ever again or like not run? Now it's like my knee's fine. Like it's it's still there, but I haven't. I now have like flogged him into a bit of submission. Now he does what I say other than the other way around. Correct. You're, the, you're now the master of your own domain. I'm in control of the knee now. The knee doesn't control me. That's right. So you got to fucking, fucking use a jarchism. Miss me with that shit of being too fucking old to try new stuff. Correct. I Get mean, up and fucking have a crack dribblers. Well done, Tom. That was Churchillian, mate. Thank you. Love that. I don't know where that came from. Well, it came from within your soul, mate, because you're a passionate guy and passion makes the world go round yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Show you what passion is. Played the second half with a jarred finger. Played the second half. I mean, he, go. he goes listen, out making, making big tags. I like to defend in the middle, Tom. I like to set the tone. Yeah. Look, I'm not the ball player. Middle third? Middle third, baby. You'll find me in the middle third defending my ass off, trying to, to fucking fend the line for the boys, for the bucks. Mm. Finger goes down. I get off. I go, what have I done to it? Because I'm not a big, like, touch wood. I've been relatively lucky in, in, uh, in injury, really. Yeah. Get off the boys that know a little bit about fangs. 
that's jarred. Okay, sweet. I get back on and I just I defend again. And sure as night follows day, I'll be out there in the middle this Thursday yeah. defending the line Maybe again. Maybe strap it up. Would you strap it to the to, to your strap pinky? It, no, strap it to your middle. To the middle? Yeah. I might strap it. You strap it to a – look, and I don't know this to be true, but I'd say you strap it to a sturdier tree. Yes, like because you don't want to, there's not, they're not, yeah. You yeah. want to strap it to a big boy so that it's like, it's protected. If you strap it to the smaller one, it's like this bit's fucking loose as a goose. I'm just concerned about my ability to, to make a tag. Yeah, but you know what, Eddie? Fucking oath it's going to affect your ability to tag, but that's what separates good from great. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you get out there and you do it anyway. Yeah. Does Shane Webke with a broken fucking arm... When he's playing the grand final, go, you know what? Like, fuck. Take me off, Skip. No, nah, yeah, my arm's broke. Now, he should put some like padding on it, which will do nothing. Did Sam Burgess go off when he broke the eye socket? No. First tackle of the game? I don't think so. No, he went and got put on a man in the match performance, even yeah, though George one, technically played better, but whatever. He didn't do it with a broken eye. It doesn't matter. Went on one of Clive. Like, that's... That's what it's about, punters yeah, and Cooper Cronk, broken your, shoulder. That's exactly what right. What did I do, mate? Fucking complete Beth Hamilton over here. Exactly. Shouldn't be surfing. Goes out there anyway. Exactly. You know, what I do I do? That. 26 gritty, gritty minutes in the middle. Yeah. And he's yeah, going it was out Div 3 Oz tag. What the so fuck does what? that mean? Div 3 Oz tag? That's, that's my grand final. You've wasn't only got a grand nine final. fingers. Nine fingers defending in the middle for 26 minutes. Yeah. I mean... And people people got the gall to say, you're too old. Yeah. I'm should, too old, You should I? give it up. Just because I look old. Doesn't mean I'm fucking old, dickhead. Never too old, mate. <laughs> Never too old. Never too old. Anyway, that's the bucks. So keep your post. So five all. Now, why, why do you think it was five or why didn't you win? Can I be honest with you? And this is... I'm not an excuses guy. No, you're not. Not my cup no, of tea. This, we aren't. This isn't what we're about. They scored a try in the, in the corner... Clancy made the tag when the guy's in the air. He puts the ball down. Ref calls try it. Now, the ref, we got offside because we were lippy. Who's most lippy? Who, who's lippy in the we're, we all, we, we're all a little bit we're lippy. We're all a bit lippy. We're all a little bit lippy. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Now, and to the ref, like, get make big calls. Like, what are you doing, ref, sort of stuff? Yeah, sometimes. And that's not, that's not in the spirit of the game. No, and sometimes not. passion can get the better of us. Again, passion makes the world go around. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was the ref's way of going, fuck you, cunts. So, so, you're, listen, so you're calling into question the uh, the credibility of the referee here? I'm telling you 100%, like f without a shadow of a doubt, that if we've got, you know, replays, the power of, of, a, of a bunker, so to speak, yep. we leave the field 5-4. How late in the game? Oh, probably five to go. So you still had time to pull it out of the fire, as it were. We couldn't. We couldn't do it. Uh, didn't, did you, you didn't score, did you? No. You were just defending your asshole off. I would have told you if I scored. Yeah, well, of course you would have. Probably this week, I'd say. Yep. And now Josh got a new recruit. Obviously, Josh is big and thick and powerful and strong. Huge ass. Huge ass. Dude. Huge ass. No, no, the, uh, he's all ass. Huge ass. He's all ass, but he's then also his whole body and legs. Huge and ass. He went pretty well. He went all right. Because he's, he's... He's just finding his feet, learning names, you know, learning moves. Oh, we got moves. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say no. Div 3 Fucking no, moves no, 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 no moves No moves Might be a short side raid From time to time But there's yeah. no call for that yet No Just short Hit me short Yeah Going short Yeah Come with me boys Going Come short Come with me That's sort of where I'm landing yeah. Come with me boys yeah. Sort of stuff Now do you ever do, my hip. do you ever I got I did get a, an assist oh, You got an assist I, I was gonna assist. say Do you ever do much ball playing Not a heap I'll do a little bit If, if required We are gonna do a mic'd up session at some point with Eddie uh, over the course of this season. We just got to work out 
how to get a mic. Like I said, we've got to work out what sort of a mic. To I don't know how out. that works. You we'll, wouldn't be able to play in a Zoom thing. No, exactly. But we might have to get you in something where you're like, um, maybe you're wearing something like a tight thing underneath your your singlet to like pin a mic to you because they do it in fucking the rugby league. So how would that work? Well, they couldn't wouldn't be wearing those stupid battery packs, obviously. No, no, that's why I mean you'd be able to find some sort of a radio mic, a small one. Now I reckon you could. We'll talk to our, our tech team, our tech department. Yes. Um, we'll obviously engage with the tech department, liaise with them after the show. Correct. Um, see what they think, what would be the best plan of attack. Correct. But I think a mic'd up Eddie Oztag would be... Think about the ones they do on Fox footy, on Fox yeah. League. This right? would be better than that. Yeah. Well, obviously. Obviously. Because you'll be out there marshalling the troops. Yeah. I'll be putting it on. Yeah. Obviously. Do you blow up? Like, are you fucking? Are you, have you got a blow up in you? Are you? Are you no, nah, positive. But I mean, like, I'm talking positive ref here because, like, I'm just trying to work no, out who's no. the most lippy. No, oh, the most lippy. Yeah. Mikey Pembroke. I was gonna mind. say it, dude. No, but I was might be gonna a little say it. Like, mate, honestly, Scotty's got one in him. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty's such a sweet boy. No, he plays with passion. Oh yeah. Oh, he can get. Well, he's a competitive man, successful man, competitive yeah. man. But all. But you Mikey, know, I was like, all in good. It's listen. It's of course, all in, it's all in good. It's all in good. When I say when I say blow up, it's more like we're more trying to tell the ref what to do. Be like, mate, that was a fucking knock on, or he's lost that sir, or that wasn't four, yeah. or like that sort of shit. Yeah. As opposed cunts. to fuck you, can't. No, dude, you're not being like throw toys out of cot. No. You're talking shit. Yeah. I get it. It's I mate, I've got a bit of high stakes world of different. Like I'll say a couple of words, you know. I'm sure I mean? you will. No one's off no one's off limits. But I do I, I wouldn't be shocked if Mikey is most lippy. If he gets most lippy. I don't know if he'd be most lippy. Well you said it, not me. I did. Yeah. And maybe it was unfair to Mikey. Oh now you're being now you're walking it back. I just don't know if anyone really stands out as like most. Okay, lippy. you're just all a bunch of lippy bastards. Can be. Do you reckon that you guys are viewed within the com- competition as like annoying fucks, or are you guys like? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. I think from time to time we have fallen into the trap of becoming too lippy. Okay. But I like to think, on the whole, yeah. that we have a little bit of control. All right. So we're one game in. Uh, how many games are there, is this season? What no doing? idea. No idea. Okay. Just and go to 2024. Yes. Wow. So goes into Jan. Which stops for Christmas, obviously. It stops probably first or second week in December. Starts up late no late January. What night are you play? What nights you play? Thursday. Thursday night. Okay. Best night for it. Couple of beers afterwards. Yeah. Then went to the Nelson for a feed. Perfect. <laughs> I might have to come down and spectate. Come down and see how the boys go. Come down. Just come and see. Yeah, you know, just come and run my eye over a few things. Just come and cheer, cheer on. Pom poms, pom poms, sort of stuff. Put the pom poms on, bro. Yeah. Put the pom poms on. Fucking earth. So, Sunday, four thirty a.m. I get up. Alarm goes off. Street gets up. Alarm goes off. Eddie gets up. Alarm goes off. Jarchi, to his credit, after two hours sleep, gets up. Alarm goes off, and we saunter into HSPHQ. Center of Excellence, um, to watch the Biffs, to watch the UFC for the live stream. Now, might be the quickest fucking card of all time. If there's a quick, if there's been a quicker card, a quicker pay per view, I'd like to know about it. All the fucking fights on the main card done inside a round, except for the co-main, which went for three. And Usman said no to five rounds. Said no to five, which he would regret. Um, 
So it was over quick sticks. Yeah. Couple of things, Eddie. Before we get to the specifics of Volk, who did lose, a uh, lot of bloody stop streaming. You're cursing great Australians. You're cursing teams. Sort of rhetoric from some of the punters and dribblers. And I just say this: if you are so you know wrapped up in the world of the woo-woo that you think that just by us watching it. By us doing our duty as Australians, getting up and supporting that we're jinxing it, then you've, you've lost your mind. I think the you know what I think. I think Volk lost because not enough people were up supporting it. That's what I think. Correct. I mean, I saw the numbers on the stream; they were rock solid. They were biblical, but they weren't. Yeah, biblical is probably a great term, but it wasn't all Australians. No, we living and able. Twenty-five million people on there, and until I get twenty-five million of the best. Then job not done. Yeah. And job wasn't done in terms of a support from his people perspective yesterday. Mm. So you can throw as much shade as you want, punters and dribblers. But it came down purely to short camp, not enough support. That's it. That's all it was. That's what it came down to. Short camp, not, not enough support. support. Now, people said, oh, it's too early, not doing it. And that's the attitude that got us to this predicament. Yeah. Weakness. Same as the bloody ashes. Why was it that, you know, only us and say like 10 million people were up on our stream when we were up at three in the morning watching the ashes? Where were the the other 15 million? Sure, we had a couple of thousand at three in the morning. I understand. I respect those that joined us. I respect the hustle out of that many people, but it's not enough. It's not our fault. We're still 24 million, 880, whatever. We're short. We're short. We're short. Where's the rest of you fucks? Don't start blaming us when you're not getting up, ripping in, doing the hard yards, supporting your your boys and girls. So just wanted to clear that up. And we will continue to fucking Correct, correct. Also, we didn't stream the Matildas because we bowed to public pressure and we wanted it a rip. And we wanted a rip. And they lost. They lost. So So, which way does it go? Yeah. Which way do you want it to go? You tell us. But I'm telling you right now, I know what it is. It's a lack of support. You want to talk energies and woo-woo? If you believe in that bullshit, are you telling me that energy can't be transferred from the masses to the actual athlete competing or athletes? Of course it can. Of course it can. So it comes down to support, pure and simple. It was a tough carry. I'm not going to lie. I didn't sleep well. When I've got an alarm going off that early, it fucks me up for some reason. I woke reason. up like every hour basically thinking I was going to miss my alarm. But I woke up in the wrong cycle. I don't know if I woke up in RAM or where I you woke up. You weren't in a good way. Oh, it fucked me up. I was bad yesterday. You weren't in I was, a good way. I was absolutely shattered. Shattered. It, I was, it fucked me for the rest of the day. I'd have a nap. I slept for like three hours in the afternoon. God, that's living. I tr- that's living. I did not. I tried to sleep when I got home, but I uh, I had like half an hour and then I was up for the rest of the day, just being one of the great dads all time. You know what I mean? Good for you. Good for you, mate, for being one of the great dads all time. Um, Listen, it wasn't... I will. Okay, I'll say this. It was a long way from Perth in February. Yeah. Listen, 11 days notice is 11 days notice against... One of the, well, probably the greatest fucking fighter in the sport currently, um, who was in phenomenal shape, full camp. Volk looked a bit buttery, it, well, bit buttery, buttery soft. Dude. He looked buttery soft. And no, that's I'm not talking not. about. I'm not talking about butter that's been left in the fridge, punters and drinkers. Yeah, I'm talking the, about butter bench left butter. bench butter in summer. Yeah, 
like the butter on your bench right now. He looks soft. He didn't look ripped. And that's not a knock on him. It's just what it was. He didn't have much time. And then he got his fucking head blown off. Now, if you were to just park for one side the fact that he's an animal for taking a fight like this on 11 days notice, let's just park that for a second. And let's just start start thinking about, like, what would... What was the right thing to do? Now that we've seen what happened, 11 days notice against Islam, who's an absolute fucking machine, obviously. Was it the right call? No. No, it wasn't. But you can't knock the call because we loved the call because we we're like, fuck yeah. But no, it wasn't because... But part of you thinks... But, but, but I, was, I, was, I was loving the call most because I'm like, he can win. Yes. And when he got pumped, I started to go, okay... Maybe be trying to become the champ champ on 11 days notice, losing 12 kilos, going in buttery soft, bench butter soft. Yeah. Not the right call. Summer bench butter soft. Also, stat that I read today of the five featherweights champions, I believe, who have gone up to lightweight to try and win, only one has won. Connor. Yep. One, they're one and five. So, Volk, uh, Max. Aldo. Who did Aldo go up and fight? Don't know. Don't know. Might be going back a while. No, because well, Aldo was the first featherweight. So In the UFC, if- yeah. He, he went up. He, he went up and then he went down to bantamweight. Right. But he was chasing another belt. Um, but there would be someone else. Maybe it's like a... Uh, who's he? Connor knocked him out. Second round. Uh, to become the interim champion, Chad Mendes, maybe. Yeah, but did you say to go up and try to become the champion? Yeah, maybe it's not. But it, it surely only have been, to be, though, right? Because it's not... Going there's up only been, going up there's, to, there's only been Aldo was champion, then Max was champion, and then O'Connor yeah, was champion. Yeah. Then Max. Then Volk. So I don't even think there's been Maybe it's Volk twice? Maybe. Yeah, maybe, because he had Volk, a two, he had two had cracks. Crack. Yeah, right. Okay, there we go. We're fucking smart. We are. We're dog. Too smart for our own good. But yeah, like obviously hindsight, not the right call. Then also when you see his press conference where you feel sorry for him, where you know he got emotional and he's like, I need to be fighting. What did you make of that? Couple of things. Concussions, I know, can make you emotional. Yeah. So like you can and that's not to that's not at all to take away from the sincerity of that moment. He could have very easily been emotional because He's clearly been dealing with some shit when he's not mm. fighting, right? Mm. He didn't say the words fucking depression or mental health issues, but he was like, that's what he was saying. He was like, I didn't think I'd, you know, I've got this, everything's good in my life. Da, 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 da. Mm. He's using those words. But whilst that clearly is something that he was going through, that emotion around it, you can, when you get fucking KO'd, that it, for whatever reason, it just can be a thing where you are more emotional. Yep. Um, I know, and I got knocked out uh, playing. First 15, I was on the sideline crying. Were you? Yep. Um, Why? But no idea. Like, I don't really remember. Crying about the performance? No, because I got fucking injured, I think. So I got knocked out, and then I got I kept playing, and then I fucking did my knee. But, like, I don't really – again, you, like – it's. I remember just not being able to really control it. Yeah, well, it's important at that time of your life, mate. No, but it's not actually about the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm it's just, just, I'm just teasing you. Oh, you're roasting me. Sorry, I'm not roasting. I'm anyway, just teasing no, you're just fucking being mean. Anyway, what but, I'm saying uh, is, the emotion of the moment could have been like heightened by that. 
I'm also, talking, it was I'm kind talking, of fucking... I'm talking more about him, and he said it, and again, it was post-match, so maybe it was clouded by concussion a little bit. He was just like, I want to fight. I need to be fighting all the time. I don't know that that's the right call. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to work out what's going on there. Is he... Is he basically lost without fighting? Is that That's what he's implying, thing, right? or is he, or is he concussed, and so it was sort of a bit more mayo? Let's, I mean, let's 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 consider both. Let's say that it wasn't concussion, and he's like, when I'm not fighting, without a, like, if I don't have like a purpose, then I'm fucking depressed. Again, sort of paraphrasing. Then I don't know that the, especially after you've just been fucking had your head kicked off, I don't know that the best thing is to be like, you sh- you almost shouldn't be feeding that. In the no, sense, like yes, you, you need yes. to you need to work out a way to be comfortable Correct. without fighting, as opposed to going. This is the only way I'm happy. This well, because you I'm can't happy. fight all the time, and you're, 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 you're 35. You're 35. Like, you're That's exactly time. right. It's exactly right. So it's kind of like you, I think I saw um, uh, what's his name, Cruz. Dominic Cruz commented on like something I think maybe underneath a Vogue post, and he was like, "The best, the the the." the biggest moment of my life or the best moment of my life was when I realized that I didn't need the belt to be happy. You know what I mean? Or I didn't, mm. I don't need this to be happy, but I, but like he, used oh, he to commented that on the, yeah. oh, okay. Um, so like, you know, again, far be it from us to sit here and start telling fucking Volk what to do with his life. But like, no, I was just, is, just, I'm just, we're can, just unpaking what he yeah, said several that times. It would be concerning <laughs> from like a friend's perspective. If he's your mate, you'd be going like, you'd be going like, maybe you need to just work out, what's actually going on rather than go just keep me active keep me fighting keep me active keep me active keep he me said active. it three or four times in the post-match he said in the ring yeah maybe three times said it in the in the press conference like he's taking these fights on 11 days notice against the boogeyman because basically he was because he because so he felt like, flat yeah. and he wants to fight even though his hand only just got operated on um, recently arm right Listen, and he was like, and he was this like, this is all the power of hindsight. I, I get it. I wasn't training enough as I wasn't training like I should have been, and you're just going, "Fuck!" Well, that's not a good call. Like, also, maybe he's feeling like maybe he's upset that he took it because it fucking like not tarnishes you. It's nothing tarnishes his legacy because there's all these like caveats of like eleven days Islam. It's going to be hard to get. It's going to be yeah, hard to come back to here, come though. back and get Islam at 35. You're going to have to go and beat the fuck out of some featherweights. Before you're like, before they're going to give you another shot, and are they going to give you a third? Probably shot another. Islam? It's like a year away, probably. Uh, maybe and then, even and, then more. and then you don't even know what's going to happen between now and then with Islam. Islam could lose, you know. Just <sighs> I fucking he doesn't. These look things like happen, though. No, I know they happen. But he just looks like an absolute marauder. He looked. He looked great. Yeah. And just that kick was phenomenal. And shout out to Streety over the top of the guard, well. top of the head. See you, bro. Shout out to Streety on the stream for jinxing him. You want to talk woo woo? That that guy jinxed him. Yeah, I mean, let's get down to brass tacks. If if we're going to indulge in woo woo, and I certainly will be. Right now, yeah, for sure. Hamish Street with arguably the greatest jinx of all time. Yeah. The commentators curse. Yep. Relax, mate. Nothing's happening. Nothing's fine. Fights and he started bang. bang. He was losing the round, by the way. So uh, he I was think that losing. Was probably worth realizing. Um, he was definitely losing, and it wasn't like a dominant. Like he wasn't getting fucked up. Was he was behind? Like, yes or no? Yes. yes. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah I'm feeling like it. And he's like, oh, you're a worry ward. I'm like, no, I'm just sort of calling what I'm saying. And then which, bang. Which also just like you know, it's not like boxing where you get twelve rounds. You know, you got like they they. Add up pretty quickly in yep. the UFC in terms yep. of winning them. Yeah, you've only got to get three. And once yeah. you get one, 
Anyway, it didn't matter. Because and one got- guy's had 11 days notice and the other guy is the champion and he's at a full camp and he's looking fucking he looked. Jacked. He looked really good physically. Yeah, he looked fantastic. Islam he looked delectable. Yeah, he did. Delish. Like num, num, num sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yum, yum, yum is correct. The Usman Chamayev fights. Usman said no to five rounds, punters and dribblers. Usually with co-mains of this sort of significance, they'll offer him five rounds, even if it's it's not a a title fight. This is a title fight. This is a a title fight eliminator. And I heard someone saying, it may have even been Connor. He's like, if you're fighting for the right to to challenge for the title, it should be a a five round. Mandatory. Mandatory five rounds. and maybe internally it sort of is, but given it was last minute, maybe yeah. that's why they gave it the flexibility. But Chamayev, I thought, looked gassed at points. Well, round three, so he should did. have fucking taken that five round. Which that is was what a he mistake. Said. He was walking out of the ring. He goes, "I should have taken the five. Big mistake. But apparently, now I don't know, but apparently Hamza says he might have broken his hand in the first round. If that's true, that puts into context the performance generally because. Kamaru, I think, had been taken down once, maybe twice in his entire career, and it was by Leon Edwards. So, like, literally only, like, a fight ago or two fights ago. Never been taken down. Harmsart was doing it at fucking will. Like, easy. So, Chamayo fights Strickland now? Um, I think so, depending on his hand, if it's broken or not. But then some people are saying that given... Given that Kamaru, who is a welterweight, has come off the couch and fought Hamzat, and Hamzat didn't really he like he he out grappled him, but didn't fucking beat the shit out of him, and by round three was sort of like Kamaru was coming back. Mm. They're like, does that was that a title? Like, does that? Yeah, but if you're going in as an eliminator, no, no, I know. Do you know I'm, what I mean? You can't so, just move no, the goalposts. No, you can't. I agree with you, but the UFC has been known to move goalposts plenty of times. The only thing that someone would say is, why don't you now fucking fight a fully prepared middleweight to like so Costa? Let's put you against Costa again. I wouldn't. I'd. I'd happily. I'm not that. anti it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I love fucking Hamzat's a weapon his speech afterwards as well oh yeah his speech afterwards was beautiful given how fucked the world is right it was now. very nice maybe a tad long but it was well it listen was he 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 came was, back for more he came yeah we were playing him off by the end of it but the start <laughs> the crux of it was really really good the start was great tad long um but that is what it is you know you can't you got to take you know a bit of good with bad like that's right 100 what it was it wasn't it wasn't a convincing performance is where we're getting to to bow the whole thing convincing but not however convincing. if his hand was fucked then it's then it becomes more convincing, more convincing. but he does he, obviously he seems to get injured a bit Arms up. um other notable performances and by notable i mean not a big fan of you, bro. Dave, Johnny you, Walker. Yeah, can you zoom in on Johnny Walker's profile photo I do right not there? like Johnny Has Walker. Has he got a rock raised eyebrow? Because that wouldn't shock me. Oh. Uh, Slightly. Not, sli- not, enough well, to, not enough for me to call Is he it. doing it on purpose? Is he going like this? That's what I'm trying to work out. I think yeah. so. I think he might be. Ne- play, play the man. Yeah. Play the man. Yeah, he's doing it. It's up. Now, Johnny Walker uh, against Uncle Live, I think. Look, it's a bit confusing, this one, dude, because I've been looking at it a bit afterwards. Nah, I don't know if he's raising it. Anyway, so 
This one was Johnny Walker walking out with one of the great fucking Magoo fart sniffy entrances of all time. It's it's that and one of like some of Israel yeah. Adesanya's like really fart sniffy. I think Johnny Walker's there was something about it that really got under my skin. It's the worst I've seen. I've got to I've got to call a spade a spade. It was a shocker. It was an absolute shocker. And far, again, far be it from us to criticise anyone doing this thing. Maybe it gets you in the mood and gets you up and about and wonderful, whatever, sure. But unfortunately, you feel the way you feel. And it looked fart sniffy and magooey. It just did. Dancing out there, fucking doing all this shit. Anyway, he gets an illegal knee to the head, which doesn't look like it felt nice. Um, then the referee sort of stops it. You get like a mandatory, I think, five minutes for an illegal thing like that. But then the doctors have to come in and see if he can compete, uh, see if he can keep fighting. And he speaks English competently, but he's Port- he speaks Portuguese. Uh, the doctor was English. The doctor's like, where are you right now? And he said, the desert. And that wasn't the question. It was like, what country are you in? But it's like, maybe just give him a fucking Portuguese person to speak to so that they can... But then... Like, maybe you just can cast. I heard uh, an MMA... What country are you in? Yeah. Was probably a better question. I think that's what they asked. What country? I not where so. are yeah. you? Yeah. And some people... Because where are you is not the same thing. But some people are like, they fly all over the place. Da, da, da. And this uh, this uh, MMA journal, I think Luke Thomas was like, if you don't know what country you're in, you're either concussed or you're a fucking idiot. You mm. know where you got on a plane no, to and you, you're going, I'm flying to this place. Or you can this cast. Place. But then, like, the thing is... Unless you were asked, where are you? And which the desert's not... The it's desert's quite, true. It's quite an eloquent answer. Yeah, it is. It's poetic, actually. It's poetic. It's a bit of bush poetry about it. Yeah, a bit of slater about that. Yeah. The thing that I'm a little confused by is, like, are you telling me that a concussion means you can't keep fighting? Like, these cunts are definitely... What happens when you get wobbled and rocked and then you get back up and you see out the round? They're not like, hey, where are you on the stool? Like, what country are you in? Like, if you're up and you're good and it's like, okay, he's all right, he's not... It's a reasonable point. It's a reasonable point. My only issue with Johnny Walker was we could debate till the cows come home whether he's concussed or he's not concussed and should you fight or should you not. It was, it was, the, his, it was a distinct change in demeanour when they go fights off. He's like, oh, now, now I want to fight. You didn't see that sort of energy before that. I think the, the argument is that he thought the fight was going ahead. He thought his answer was good. He thought the bush poetry response played. Right. So he thought saying the desert, when that wasn't technically the question, as far as we're aware, was good enough. And so then... Well, could, no, but he thought he'd nailed it. Yeah. And so then, because you see him, he does actually just go to walk back out. And then they're like, no, dude, we just called the fight off. Right, okay. So but there might have been the, a language the issue. The pushing and shoving and Gene up afterwards was like... Oh, I was God. a bit much. Yeah. Can't it looked a bit performative. Yeah, exactly. It did. Bit, a, bit of a... Bit of local theatre... Oh, Johnny yeah, like Walker. town hall theatre sort of stuff. Yeah. Othello uh, down at the town hall. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Like community Othello play. Come yeah. and watch us. And there's like oh, two come people down to Come down to the something, something town hall. We're doing George of the Jungle. Correct. And he's George. 100% and loving it. Yeah, I did George of the Jungle. That's why I said that. Yeah, but I, I get a lot of George of the Jungle. I got to swing on a... You did. Obviously, I was like, I was a different... Yeah, this wasn't... This wasn't uh, 2023 era. I was going to say it was like a modern take on George of the Jungle. Like he's actually 
really well fed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not ripped at all. No, 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 he's not. No. Yeah, modern George. Yeah, modern George. Well, and you know, it's a, it would be like... Did the, did the vines snap? No, because it was, well, if modern George, I'd have to be on like a harness or something. You know what I mean? But yeah. like young George, me, I was able to just swing. But I guess if the modern George was like a fat George of the jungle, maybe that's speaking like capitalism. You know what I mean? It's like there's an underlying theme of like people these days eat too much. So yeah. if you've got a fat George of the jungle, what's happened to the jungle that means that you can get around there just fucking pounding housing bananas, you know what I mean? And like fucking- you know, The jungle's things. lost its way. Yeah. The jungle's not what it used to it's be. It's not what it used to be. We need to go back- get Jungle's been corrupted. We need to get back to the jungle being the jungle. Yeah. And been ripped Jack. to shit. So. Anyway, that's the UFC. Yeah. Shout out to Volk. Performative. Who we love. We love. And always will. And, and listen, but that's you, also, he's going to fight in January. You're like, geez, do you want some time off? Just, oi, this is what I'll say to you, Volk. Don't forget, my brother, that January is horizontal season. And no one's going to begrudge you, mate, for getting horizontal as shit. Then camp, Feb, fight late March. Perfect. I don't think you need to be fighting in Jen, mate. I think you need to be horizontal like the rest of us. That's just my opinion. I think you've earned some time off, bro. I know you don't want it, but maybe you need it. You don't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes. You might just fine. You get what you need. <laughs> Punters and dribbles, when we talk Cricket World Cup on this Which is podcast. heating up. It's fucking heating up. We are talking Obviously about Obviously a couple it. of wins helps. Thanks to our good friends at KO. All games are available live ad free during play on KO. Um, are we playing tonight? When are we playing next? We are playing on Wednesday night. So. Wednesday night against? Netherlands. Netherlands. And then we're also playing Saturday, punters and dribblers, 4pm start against New Zealand. Against New Zealand? Yeah. Like, we were trying to do the, the Rugby League Cricket World Cup math earlier, Dave and I. Feels like if we win against the Netherlands, we can probably drop a game against New Zealand, have to beat England. Well, I'd prefer to... If we beat New Zealand, then we're fucking flying. Okay, because at the start of this, everyone was like... After we lost our first two games, it was like, this might be the worst Australian team in a World Cup ever. No, no, it, we've, we've steadied the ship. And a brave rugby league cricket World Cup win against Pakistan we hum- did the fucking job. We fucked them up, but we also, they got within 62 runs. So Bowled them out, though. Yes. Now, if, you, uh, if, you, uh, if you'd run out of, like, uh, I guess, Pornhub categories to sift through... Mm. Then, Which says more about you. Well, it does. It says, well, Dave, I'm looking over at Mr. Comments on Porn yes. videos yes. over there. Um, but if you had run out, as Dave often does, then the category of David Warren and Mitchell Marsh, uh, Swamp Junior Junior, putting on Australia's largest opening run stand in World Cup history, 163 to Warner and 121 to Swamp Junior Junior. That would have got you where you needed to go from an ejaculation standpoint, Edward, because it was absolutely ejaculatory. David Warner is just as, as much shit as he gets. He he delivers. Kid can play. Kid can play cricket. Yep. One hundred and sixty-three of one twenty-four in a game we needed to win. Yeah, 
opening the batting. Nine sixes, 14 fours. It's our third high. He's got the top three highest, Australia's top three highest uh, World Cup scores ever. I tell you what, if we get it together, and I fully intend on us getting it together, together yep. by the time we the finals roll around, the final four, the semis into the final punters and dribblers, yep. if, we, if we all... Not just as not just as supporters, but those playing as in our starting eleven get it together. We can win and will win. There is something quite, and I mean this with respect. There is something very big show about him coming in at three and getting a <coughs> duck. I know he's good. I've never, ever, and I mean this with respect. I don't remember an innings where he's done it for the nation when we needed him. Now we didn't really need him there, but like I just don't. I think he scores. Was- he gets. He gets his fucking weapon scores every once in a while, but I'm like, I don't know what I'm missing here. There was a little... I think there was some play out of the boys that came in after Warner and uh, Swamp Junior Junior that reeked of... Fuck it. Fuck it footy. Did they move him up the order for this? Because Marnus batting down that low doesn't make sense. There must have been. Must have been like, where, let's just go out there and belt the fuck out of them. Because, like, you got 7 off 9, 21 off 24, 13 off 9, 8 off 12. It's all pretty weak stuff, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's it's bash the fuck out of it. But it just I, – I, I like him. I want him to do well. Glenn. Yeah. Two ends. Two ends. You know, I want him to do well, but you just – sometimes you're like, fuck. Now, is it also – should should the rest of uh, the cricketing world be uh, nervous that Steve Smith hasn't got any runs this tournament? Yeah. Yeah, they should. They should be terrified. Because you know what the man's been doing, punters and jewelers. He's been up late at night shadow shadow batting in the room. Yeah. He'll be he'll be there when the whips are cracking. You'd you'd like to think so. Marcus Stoinis. I just I mean, you know, it's just he's, he's someone I'm always going to have time for because of how attractive he is. Does that you know, like and I'm not saying he's underperforming here, but I'm just saying like he will get away with a lot more for me because he's 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 good looking. How so, many runs has he scored this tournament? Is he, has, he, has there been runs of note? I don't know if there's been runs of note. I certainly would have to say he hasn't got a ton. But maybe he got... I can't really remember. This is our first game we won. so like No, second game. He was uh, Sorry, 20 not out against uh, Sri Lanka. He finished the job there for us. Good. Um, I think he's taken a couple of wickets as well, maybe even in this match. Like that. Yeah, how are our Good bowling? to see we bowl him uh, out. Yeah, it, oh, the Adam Zampa. Four for Adam yeah. Zampa. Stoinis two wickets. Love that. Love that, Marcus. Pat Cummins getting two. I swear there was someone, maybe even Michael Clark, saying that Pat should have been dropped. I don't know if Yeah, that was people him. were saying that. Um, Tell you what, Zampa loves a one-day wicket. Dude, white ball. He loves his white ball work. It's unbelievable what he's able to achieve with zero turn. I know it is. It's bizarre. And again, respect to him, but like, wowzer. He also our uh, second best economy behind the country boy. Also worth pointing out, punters and jubblers, that uh, England beaten by South Africa. Can we just go back up as well, just to see who got who got who? Yeah, in England. two World Cups, in two World Cup matches in different sports on the weekend. England now one and three in the in, rugby in, in the cricket tw- World Cup. Oh, really? One and three, and yeah. it's inside twelve hours. They lost as well. Love that. Love that. We'll get to the rugby in a second, actually. So Glenn Maxwell or Stoinis got. Uh, Shafiq, Stoinis got both openers. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Marcus Stoinis. Zampa got Bubba Azam. There you go, Adam Zampa. Then he gets fucking Rizwan. He gets Ahmed. He gets uh, Nawaz. Fuck yeah, dude. This is living. This is good, honest living. 
Okay, so everyone's everyone's delivering. Was it? Did anyone get no wickets? Did everyone get? Did we? Did we get some contributions from across the board? Maxwell, a duck and no wickets. He only bowled how many overs? Went for eight and over five overs. He bowled. Look, I mean, Stoinis only bowled five, got two wickets. So. Yeah, but he got two wickets. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying he only bowled, he bowled five overs as well. He got two wickets for 40. That's all right. That's all right. We take the win. We move on to the next game. Netherlands in huge trouble, obviously, Wednesday night. Puns Netherlands, but Netherlands beat England, didn't they? Yeah, but we're a different kettle of fish. No, I'm saying we'll beat the fuck out of them. No, Netherlands like, beat South Africa. Oh, South Africa. And who, yeah. who beat Afghanistan England? Afghanistan beat England. I love that England aren't going well. I love it. Fuck those bastards, respectfully. So, Netherlands, Wednesday. New Zealand, Saturday. Saturday. I like that, a 4pm start. 4pm start's real nice. That's nice. What's on? Is there something on this Saturday? Or is it like, I'm just... Uh, Australia will be playing New Zealand, I, was, I would assume, in the league. We had a week off, hey? Yeah. There's only three teams we're playing. Tomorrow and New Zealand. I think we'll be playing New Zealand. I would assume Saturday uh, and the yes, rugby sat- Saturday at eight PM. Yeah, there you go. I'm dialed in. Rugby that'll be probably Monday morning. I'd say. I'd say they play that on Sunday. Why? Ten two. Sunday? Yeah, maybe you're right. So like Saturday. Nah, Sunday morning our time. Okay. Six a.m. Six a.m. You know what I mean, like Sunday night. I just feel like sometimes big things are on Sundays. Tennis is, or is that for us? No, tennis is for us. tennis is on Sundays. For us. No, general. Grand Slam finals are always on Sunday. For men. So the US Open final, for example, would be a Monday for us. Women are on Saturday, men are on Sunday. Yeah, okay. Anyone listening from Tennis Australia would love to go to the tennis. (laughs) Tom wants to. You don't want to go? Oh, you're not going to be. I'm not going to be. I'd love to. Actually, I'll be back for the final. Hey, Sunday... January 28th, day before my birthday, Tennis Australia. Day before my birthday. We can work something out. I think, hey, I think we need to be there. We need plus ones. We need plus, four tickets. That's all we need. We're asking. Not a big deal. Maybe a box. (laughs) But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a box. But we'd love to go. And we'll promote the shit out of it. We are fucking oath we will. We'll promote the shit out of it. Mate, I'll spurt tennis balls out me bummer. 100% Tennis Australia, but we will need finals tickets. We can look after everything else. Just need final yeah. tickets. And if you can't manage that, then obviously finals of some sorts. Eddie won't be there for it, but I will. And then it's only two tickets. But final would be good. Men's final. Men's final. Sunday. Four tickets. Yep. Please. Me and Tom. Plus, plus ones. They'll be our wives. <laughs> They'll be our wives. Yep. Um, so that is the cricket, I'd say. Can't try it! Yep, really nicely done. Really well said. Um, so we're into another Rugby World Cup final. Into another Rugby World Cup final. I want, to, I want to open with this. I want to open with this. Uh, some punters and dribblers, most not, but some punters and dribblers very upset with what they see as being turncoat behaviour from you and I, Tom. Yeah, a lot of dum-dums out there. Which is very disappointing. A turncoat would be someone like... Maybe they're born in North Bondi, born and raised in Sydney's East, never in a single day in their life been to Queensland, have no Queensland blood running through their veins, their heart, their soul, their body, their mind, their spirit, none of that. 
that would be a turncoat. Mm. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Tom and I can't help but have Kiwi blood running through us. It's not. I can't help that. I'm helpless to the fact, to I, the reality that New Zealand blood, that that Aotearoa, yeah, runs through me, bro. Okay, we well, can't help that. Can't help that my grandfather fought for New Zealand in the war. Lost two brothers there fighting for New Zealand. Like, what do you, what want, do you want me to do, do about that? that? Can't help it that my granddad used to house whiskey and then get up and do the haka at every single Christmas. That was my earliest memories. You can't help that. My granddad doing the haka and a frail old man still passionate about his fucking home. You can't help that. I can't help that my grandma grew up on an island, small island in between the North Island and the South Island. I can't help that my passport is New Zealand, that my grandma had a New Zealand accent. What do you want me to do about that? Nothing. But what I will do is when Australia ain't playing in a fucking final, mm. you know who is? My fucking Kiwi brothers but and sisters. What you wouldn't what you wouldn't get about this if if you weren't like Tom and I is that is that when Australia falls out of something, I don't know what it is, but my Kiwi blood comes alive. Yeah, dude. I start fucking feeling Only when Australia's out. Of course. Obviously. I don't mean I shouldn't need to preface that, but some people seem to need that. Yeah. Once Australia's out of something that New Zealand's still alive in, my Kiwi blood comes alive. Now. I was talking to my old man about it yesterday who is from New Zealand. Yes. He was like, comes alive, bro. Comes alive. So what sort of works in our favour is that when Australia and New Zealand play in the Bledisloe, when that game, that 80 minutes is up and the whistle goes and Australia is officially out of the Bledisloe running. Because we've lost. Because we've lost, we're out. Yeah. I'm now a Kiwi proud that I've fucking won the Bledisloe. Yeah, because then, then then, your Kiwi blood comes alive. Whereas yeah. if Australia, I mean, this doesn't happen since 2002, obviously, won the Bledisloe, my blood already been alive for Australia is just remains alive. Yeah. Yeah, my Australian, like, kettle is boiling with my Australian blood. Yes. <laughs> well done. Thanks. That sounded good. So you can fucking bin all this turncoat bullshit. You guys don't even understand what the fuck a turncoat is. You don't get it. You don't get it. We're multi... You can't turn your coat when your blood comes alive. Are we, bi- make sense. Are we biracial? Is that what it is? Binational. Binational. I don't think there's a different race, Tom. Binational. Transnational. I don't know if you know this, but like you and I both Anglo. You know and our I'm parents saying, Anglo. Yeah. So that's the race Yeah, thing. but you know what I'm saying. Though. Binational. No, exactly. You get it. I get it now. I'm biracial. Instead of race, Nash. But Bi- like- by Nash. No. <laughs> you know, we'll see. Jury's out on that. I think it's biracial though, maybe. Uh, so, yeah. Sorry, we're into another World Cup final and we're going to fucking get it done over the, the Sappers. Looking forward to this though. A proud, proud rivalry. Yeah. Strong and true and thick and honest. Yeah. Fucking hate each other, these sides, in a rugby union context. Really rich history of, like, going toe-to-toe. First team to four wins. That's in, if you include nations. Obviously, Tom and I are going for our sixth. But if New Zealand win, they'll get four. South Africa wins, they'll get four. Argentina weren't up to it. Very lucky to be into the fucking semifinals. Yeah, like we can all just be honest with that ourselves. That was a training run. We beat the shit out of them. Pounded them. But the South African game against England, uh, six penalties at half time, was starting to get a bit yawn festy. Came a, came alive late though. Well, it came alive late because it was close. But the game itself was substandard shit, and it was like 
it was what I fucking detest about rugby union, where you are like deep into the game. I think it was like, pff. when did they first score? Their, when did South Africa score their try? It was like seventy fucking, second or something. Yeah, so you've got fucking maybe seventy minutes of football, maybe like maybe slightly more, maybe but like basically it was just penalties and drop goals. That was it, and it's just like fuck this sport. Sometimes it's just it rewards boring fucking play. New Zealand, our boys shift the ball. Oh, they shift, shift the ball, shift run the seat. ball, shift the ball, run the ball. Let's play some rugby, some running rugby. You know what I mean? When Owen Farrell hit that field goal, I was like, yuck. Yuck. Johnny Wilkinson fucking triggering flash. You shouldn't get three bullshit. points for that. No, you, you just shouldn't. shouldn't. You shouldn't. Even though it's fucking hard. Yeah, but. I'm with you. But it, Give them it, one point. What it does, what it does do it. is it doesn't reward running rugby. No, it doesn't. Uh, one of friend of the show, uh, Sam Carter. World Cup hero. World Cup hero. Rugby World Cup hero, Sam Carter. He was saying uh, it was like once the once England were forced to like play rugby in that last little bit of the game, it was like that's when they sort of like fell away. Like South Africa, you know, like basically they weren't really trying to – not that they weren't trying to score tries. And that was literally his one comment in the chat group. But it was like England trying to fuck, you know, forced to play and they can't go with South Africa who starts you know they score that try and then it's like well now you're gonna have to fucking play some rugby to win this game and it was like they just didn't have it in them mm. that's the problem it's like you can still win a game if you don't have it in you I would say this as well thank 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 God that England didn't make another World Cup final it's yeah. just I just they've got no business being in them no they've got no business being in them they've really if we're going to be honest with ourselves, have no business having a World Cup bill on their arm. No. They shouldn't have won in 2003. The Southern Hemisphere rises again. As if it was like, as if that was ever in doubt. No. The North don't get it. Our, our, our Kiwi brother, is it Sam Whitelock? First player to play in three World Cup finals. Really? Won two of them already. He's old as Methuselah. He's the so guy. So he could he, he could be the, fir- the, ball he could be the first fucking, to win three. Yeah, he pilfered the ball against Ireland to uh, to end the game. Imagine having three World Cups. Yeah, I know, huge pilfer. He looks old as fuck. These Getting guys, around though. town with three World Cups. Yeah, is in the back pocket. One of the most alpha things. And you like to come countless bleds. Yeah, but they don't mean as much. No, anymore, but I'm saying you have three World Cups. Yeah, and then oh, what else you got in your pocket? Like if you're emptying your pockets. Yeah. Like, say, at the uh, airport, you're going through the scanner, it's like, empty your pockets, please. I go, fuck. You'd probably have 12 bleds. I've got three World Cups. I've got 12 bleds. Probably got fucking, what, however many super rugby comps he's probably won. How many rugby championships? He probably He's probably even got a couple of tri-nations getting around. Yeah, he probably does. He probably does. Pockets are full. He'd be setting off that fucking beep, I think. Oh, she'd be going off. Yeah. Yeah. Going you, off. Well, you'd have, to get the, you'd have to get the airport four hours early. Just, just to, to go, just to empty the pockets. And then put them all back in. That's right. And then you've got to go back through the scanner. Just an absolute nightmare. You've probably forgot a couple of things in there as well. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. So, oh, fuck, I did forget that I did also get like a player of the tournament in one thing. You know what I'm talking about. Exactly right. Maybe a couple of European championships. I would know what it is. Okay, here we go. Seven consecutive Super Rugby titles. There you go. That's going to take some time to Okay, so he has won Tri-Nations slash Rugby Championships. Lazarus, Team of the Year, New Zealand. Sorry, Laureus, not Lazarus. So he's got... Nine bleds. No. He's he's got two World Cups. He's got a third-place medal from 2019. Tri-Nations, Rugby Championship, 10, 12, 13, 14, 16, 17, 18. Runners-up, 2015. Bleds, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. 
So what he's obviously been out of the New Zealand side for a while. Um, David Gallagher Trophy, we don't know what that is. 2013 times 2, 16, 17, 18. Freedom Cup, don't know what that is. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. The only thing he hasn't won is a British and Irish Lions, which was drawn. Which you don't pull out of the pocket. They That wouldn't set the machine off. Well, he didn't win it. They drew it. Well, I'm saying a drawn series won't set the machine. No, off. that's right. And to be fair, a David Gallagher trophy and a Freedom Cup, a Hillary Shield, you can probably keep those in your pocket. They'll let that through. Freedom Cup. Yeah. Well, Freedom Cup's just the Bloodsloe Cup, but we're going to South Africa. Oh, is it? Yep. Well, that will so set it something. off. No, that'll set it off. What the fuck's a David Gallagher trophy? That's France and New Zealand. Yeah, see, that probably doesn't. That probably doesn't. Freedom Cup. Could have we come up with it? That's a. I don't think that sets a trophy off. That's a lame name for a trophy. Freedom Cup. Yeah, but it's a huge contest. Yeah, I know. It's massive. There's no point denying it. Yeah, I know, but the I The two want heavyweights it. of world rugby going toe to toe. That's a good point. 12, 13, Just because you don't 15, like the 16, name. Yeah, I know, but I don't like the name. <laughs> I know you don't. I'm just telling you, I don't like the name. I know. I can tell. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, look, he'd be setting off the. Um, He's also a Test Rugby Centurion. And a Super Rugby Centurion. Well, that's not surprising, Tom. No, it's not. How many games he played for New Zealand? Doesn't say. Just says he's Centurion. That's just his honours. You'd be able to get it up there. 152. Shit. Is he the most capped? Or is Richie McCaw? I think Richie probably had more than that. I don't know if Richie had many more than that. I reckon he'd be getting pretty close. He'd be getting pretty fucking close. Uh, yeah, no. Whitelock's got four games on Richie. There you, there go. you go. There you go. Fuck wow. So most yeah. capped all time, obviously. Yep. Wow. Is he most capped all time, all time? Um, I, okay, can I guess there might be like an Irish guy or something who's, I just have got a vibe, like O'Driscoll or some shit. Nah. Oh, you're not far off. It's a, it's a Welsh player. Whitelock's uh, number two. Alan Wynne-Jones, Sam Whitelock, Richard 170. Clark. They count the British and Irish Lions. I don't. Without the British and Irish Lions, he's got 158 so for, got for Wales. So Sam's probably going to fall Richie short. McCaw, Sergio Parisi. Is Green main? Well, they're still playing? No, it couldn't be. Why are they Green? What's that? Has the record, record. number of caps for their national side. Ah, sorry. Um, Gregan, what, 139. James Slipper, 134. Kevin Milamu. Kevin Milamu with 132. Yeah, it ain't bad. Where's Michael Hooper, 125? Alan Wynne-Jones. There you go. I wonder if, like, your Michael Hoopers or your Quade Coopers are going to come back in and play after they've been fucked over from this tournament. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, they'll go like, well, maybe we, maybe we made a mistake there. Like, they're not done. Mm. Like, how old's Michael Hooper? He'd be 32. He'd be, he'd be about my age, I'd say. 33, 32, 31. 31? That's young, dude. Yeah. Like, that's still prime of your career. Depends how the body is. Oh, he's, look, he's played some fucking football, but to be 31 and have got 125 caps, like. Oh, it's insane. Mate, Sam Whitelock's how old? Fucking 400? Like, you could easily get the record. How old is Sam Whitelock? Sam Whitelock, I think he's 35. Christ, he's, I mean, not that old either. He's still old, especially in sporting terms. He looks fucking old, though. Yeah, but he's battered and bruised. Yeah, no, dude, it's crazy to think about. 
like the amount of games these guys have played. And like just getting the, the amount of rugby, like how many rugby games have, have would he have played? I'm talking even yeah. even like under 15s and Because he's shit. got 100 – well, did he have 150 tests? How many how many super rugby's he got? 180 super rugby? No, more. Yeah, over 200. Over 200 super rugby games. He's played in Japan. They haven't got up there though, Tom. Um, is it the ITM Cup? No, but maybe he wouldn't have played much there. But maybe he goes straight to Super Rugby. Like I don't know how much of the ITM Cup you play if you're not. No, again, because I'm. Know. They've got, but they've got rugby that sits outside of the Super Rugby time. Like the ITM Cup's not like our Sheffield Shield. I don't think. I think it's at a different time of year. In our um, uh, shoot shield. Shoot sorry. Shield. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like is I there, think. Are we also? I don't know. If we've spoken. But anyway. maybe because of the international, he didn't play it. Anyway, point is, he would have played in terms of games played at all levels, at all ages, an insane Insane, amount. insane, from when you first start playing. Have we been speaking about this on the podcast or maybe just talking to someone off air, but about, like, the state of rugby in New Zealand? Like, is it is it in some some strife? Now, obviously, you win a World Cup, you're still obviously fucking doing well, but just, like, in terms of, like, the financial side of things, is New Zealand rugby in some financial crisis, some sort of... Well, it might be too early to call it a crisis, but you might remember, um, when was this? A year ago or so, last December, when they sold part of New Zealand rugby to a private equity firm. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, yeah. So I that vaguely was, remember that. Yeah, so there was obviously a sign there that the money wasn't as much as it was. There was a review that came out at the end of August, uh, which basically, as it says in this article, painted a bleak picture of the state of rugby in New Zealand. So the big takeaway was that uh, any like any nation that only has five million people would struggle to support six professional franchises and fourteen provincial teams with a high growing investment in professional players. Basically, the takeaway from it is that the lunch is getting smaller and the number of mouths are increasing. That's coupled with uh, static or declining rates of participation in lower leagues. Declining rates of participation. I've said it before. I say it. I say it when I'm. Um ripping in with the fellas i'm like i i don't understand how this won't happen like i can't see a world where this this sort of scenario i'm about to paint doesn't occur mm-hmm. the broadcast rights deals are getting bigger for for rugby league but just they just are we've got 25 million people here there's a shitload more money shitload more eyeball, eyeballs shit more shit, just shit loads of more coin available if i i just don't see a world where a kid who's a prodigy who lives in South Orchard, for example, is offered huge money from the Roosters or the Rabbitohs or like the fucking Private Storm League. or sorry. Man, like, I don't understand how if you get offered fucking, you know, 700 grand when you're 18 and you're, you're from relative poverty, you're, not, you're just going to go, nah, I'm going to pass on that to play for fuck all to maybe one day play for the All Blacks. I just don't see that happening. No. I always, and before the, this had sort of become a thing recently, or at least came across our desk, it's Prague Kiwis, I'd always just assume they would, like, you got paid good money playing rugby in New Zealand. But it's, I think, unless you are, can you check what the average salary would be for a... The, the, and the problem for is... For like an all black? The problem is as well, I've been led to believe, don't shoot me if this is incorrect, but I was under the impression that Sansa was a lot of the financial Not weight... Not Sansa Stark. No, Sansa. Okay. South Africa, New Zealand, Australian rugby. I was under the impression that South Africa were doing a lot of the financial heavy lifting 
and they've obviously fucked off from a Super Rugby perspective, and now it's just us and them. And our broadcast rights deal in this country, I think, less than netball. Don't quote me on no. that. I think it is. No. Think it is. No. Think it is. I thought the netball people had no money, like the Australian and the cricketers are all like, we're giving money to netballers. Think it might be. What? So. With that in mind, they've got a small population. No one watches it. Tough. Real tough. Jesus. I didn't see this. And they're becoming a little bit marooned down there, if you know what I'm saying. Well, they're almost like they're so good that and, and like... But Wales is tiny, right? Four million people, but they're next to England and they're next to Ireland and they're next to Scotland and they're next to France. Like, there's more going on. Whereas New Zealand's in the middle of the fucking Pacific. They really themselves. should just... And we're proud Kiwis, but, like, we should just build a bridge over to New Zealand. Make it, like, another state. Listen, if they want to become another state of Australia, that's fine. We're still Kiwi, by the way. Makes sense. Um, You have the average... Yeah, I mean, obviously with these, it's hard to get exact numbers. The top players who play All Blacks and... uh, Domestic Super Rugby earn about a million dollars a year. Most uh, non-All Blacks players are on between... 75,000, and for the ones that are kind of in and out of the team, 195,000. Fuck. Um, there's basically a minimum of about $50,000, which the lowest players in the Super <sighs> Rugby. That might be in New Zealand as well. Yeah, that is in New, New Zealand. Zealand. New Zealand dollars. Right, Which yeah. is slightly less again. Dude, but the, the, the fucking minimum wage being 50 is fucked. Not for not professional... Mate, there's just there just isn't that much money over there. It's no. just, just a reality, no, right? No, 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 I know. And especially well, with no exposure, it's not like you've got these wealthy neighbours outside of Australia. But it's not a, it's not it's not Western Europe. You know what I mean? It's a big difference. Mm. We'll keep an eye on these things, punters and oh, dribblers. We'll Obviously, an you check back in here for all things uh, financial and New Zealand rugby related. Yeah. Tom, where are we at now in proceedings? Right now we're in proceedings. Basically, what we are doing is we're holding uh, we're holding government to account and we're calling out... Yes! We're yes! calling out... Corruption! Corruption, allegedly. Uh, that fucking Premier of New South Wales... Mins. Mins. That dickhead. Bloody cutting in half the great, proud... More Park Golf Course for more parkland when we've got fuckloads of it that's barely being used anyway. Listen, this what's been proposed is that there isn't enough parkland for the people in the middle of Sydney or um, as it stands. So they want to have they want to cut off, I believe, the half of More Park Golf Club that's like beyond at the out the back. They want to turn that into more parkland. Now, as someone that walks my my dog, Tonka, around the parklands, not just Centennial Park, but the parklands opposite Allianz, the parklands uh, opposite some sort of Centennial Park there, which is sort of north of the st- south of the stadium, Queen's Park area. Like, they're used even opposite uh, Anzac Parade near Sydney High. Like, they're used, but they're not used-used. Like, there's a... F- fuckload of parkland there that is not used really at all mm. like the where that t- those tennis courts are opposite centennial park sort of like this yeah, right yeah. right near mate huge big oval used every now and then for cricket otherwise no one's in there ever it's always empty never in there never ever ever used so i can't help but feel like 
Chris Minns might be going down the old tried tested road allegedly of good old fashioned state government corruption where I'm just going to carve <laughs> up I'm just going to carve very off much alleged alleged not even alleged not even no proof of what they do to King's Cross just saying just saying what they do to King's Cross carve that off for parkland and then we'll just start seeing a few developments go yeah. up oh well well this part's for development this part's for development yeah. there might be allegedly big brown paper bags going under doors they alleged. um i heard someone i was reading somewhere someone's critique of it was like uh almost the fact that they allowed all this development without imposing like uh so like when there's all these developments going on say like around your rosemary area or like Instead, they, the government's chose not to impose, like, mandatory green spaces. So now they're having to hack off fucking golf courses, apparently, because they want to try and give more parkland to all these people. But you're like... Oh, look, what that's where they're doing the... That's where they're doing it. It's, it's, I thought they'd so carve off the everything... Start. I thought they'd carve off everything north, like, south of the, the, the road there. So it's literally one over, and then you come back eight, nine. So it's all of that fucking front bit. Which makes sense because it's more you know easily how it starts. Accessible. You know how it starts as one and you go down? Yeah. Yeah. It's more easily accessible. But what, you keep the driving range. Well, you have to keep the fuck. So basically it's a park for Zetland, that whole area in there. Interesting. 500 acres at Centennial Park. 500 acres. I walk in there all the time. Not busy. It's not. It's busy around like the running track and shit, but the park lands themselves. Fucking, not busy. Mate, not they busy are at not all. busy at we all. We walked around there five o'clock Monday night last week. Like beautiful time of the day. Fucking no one around. It is not that fucking busy. And then it's like, but isn't, isn't it a nice feature? They're like, the way he's sitting there when he's doing his press conference, basically with a mouthful of his own shaft, talking about like, the beautiful city and we're going to have all these people coming here and they're going to be able to enjoy these beautiful parks. It's like, cunt, they've already got parks to enjoy if you're a tourist, if you're Australian. But isn't it nice to have, isn't it nice to have like a really, like a really nice golf course that's an everyman golf course that anyone can come and play like in the heart of the city as well? Isn't that a nice thing to have in the city? Well, can I be honest with you? If you're a tourist, you're almost like, how many tourists come and play golf there? Shitloads. There'd be shitloads. But also, if you're a tourist, oh, let, let's come into Sydney. Let's go to Centennial Park. You know what? There's actually another park fucking a few hundred metres. Let's go to that one as well. You know what? Let's go. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? No tourists about? are going to go to that park. That park is designed for, for Zetland. That's, How many parks the, do you need? It's for Zetland. How many parks do you need? And watch them. On that sort of like on the the part that borders the road, watch him just start knocking up apartments there. Yeah, yep. What do you think, Dave? We know we almost know, don't well, we? Well, look, I I should preface this by saying there is a very good chance that property developers are in his ear all the time, as they are with every state government. But I see this as a good thing. I think it's good. That's what he makes some good points about the fact that. There'll be 80,000 people living within two kilometers of Moore Park. It's going to be one of the most densely populated areas. Um, but can you can you see of the on the right in that all that grey area? That's all parkland that's not even Centennial Park. Can you see that? Yeah, up the like, top. like up the top on the right and down south is all parkland. All of it is parkland already. Well, that might not be 
public and government earned. I don't know. The thing that I saw about this was the, literally was all that. of that in grey on the right of the golf course that we can see. If you're on YouTube, be able to see it. All oh, that grey yeah. is parkland. All, park all of it is parkland. Yeah. And then is it up the top there as yes. well? That's yes. parkland. Yes. There's a school at the at the south part, but the rest is parkland. Yeah. On the on the right is parkland. <laughs> south so is true. parkland. Yeah. All parkland. And then on the actual picture we're seeing, that grey at the top's park. Correct. That grey just there is correct. Parked, and with course. the trees and stuff, that's all parkland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all parkland already. There's an insane amount of parkland there already. This the bits they're adding is not gonna move the needle. Except to fucking piss people off. That doesn't move the needle that adding that part there at all. Yeah, the, what there is an insane amount of parkland there already, like yeah. an insane amount. What what market difference is that going to add or to change? Like eighty thousand people, what they're all going to knock into that fucking park? They might, mate. There'll be as many there'll be as the many people in there at any given time as the rest of it, which would be about twenty. I just don't think that more public green areas are a bad thing, you know, especially when this golf course Mate, is, I would agree says, with you yeah. if there wasn't 700, 800, 1,000 acres of it sitting right next door ready to be pounded and not been. Yeah. That's what I have an issue with. I agree with that as well. And I agree with you, Dave. There's nothing wrong with more parks, right? But, like, you're ruining pardon a – Pardon the pun. You are ruining a golf course – but the, go the golf course, as it says here, is on public land, but it's been operated privately. Yeah. What's yeah? So yeah. that's the government land. They can say, well, we don't want private property. That's exactly on this what they're doing. Well. Yeah. That's what we're criticizing. Yeah. They had the, the leases expires in twenty twenty six, but of course they can do that. It's the it's more about like it, why would you when there's all this fucking park around? It does seem that to go to your point before. This is very it's not very forward thinking because as you said they've put up all these high density apartments and stuff, and then after they've put them all up, they've been like, oh shit, now we need more green exactly. Space, oh yeah, cool. We've forward. given but they don't we've need given more parkland. There's already heaps of right, parkland, but they've given developers carte blanche to basically take every single square centimeter of fucking land that they've got. Don't put any green space there. Just fuck. Pound yeah, that thing yeah. with fucking apartments. No, you're right. Zetland is like so Every densely fucking populated. inch of the place is apartments there, and then they're going to go. Oh, whoops, sorry. We're going to need to go and take some land from a fucking really nice golf course that's getting pound that's getting used. Like it I gets can, used. I, I guarantee you. I can guarantee you one thing. There'll be less foot traffic in that park than there is now, and people go oh, bullshit. Nah. There's that that golf course, there's more people in that golf course than there are in the parklands. I can promise you that, right? Part, like Centennial Park, weekend, different story. But the rest of them, not used, except for sport. Every now and then. Go walk them yourselves, if you, if you doubt me. Go walk them yourselves. Go walk them yourselves, he said. And you'll see fucking no one. Now, how long's like, Minzy in government for? Uh, well, he only got in last year, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, last year. So it would be the next three years at the minimum. A state so like three or four? Let's have a look. Yeah, Federal so like, three, is what it? I mean is, right, so if he puts this in for 2026, is there a vote before 2026 where he can get fucking bunted? I, I, th I still think that there would be – I don't – this isn't like – I don't think this is locked. Yeah, so till 2027 is the next election, so just over three so years. he'll do it. We'll see, won't we? But if this is, as you said, the the work of property developers, I doubt that the next government, be it Labor or Liberal, will also get rid of that. Sure. I'd be, mate, like, if they were then to develop it, I know that, you know, governments are all fucked, but, like, if they were to just develop it, that would be so fucking crook. 
I'm expecting them to. I know, so am I, but I'm like, even for, it's so, like the cross was fucking crook the way they did it. But even then, it was almost like, well, we fucked but this place. Got it's lay- hard to yeah, but they've got a lay. They've got a layup. They'll go. There's not enough. There's a housing problem. Yeah. Just, I would be shocked in the extreme if there isn't any development money flowing people's way if, off the back of this decision. Allegedly. Shocked. Allegedly. Uh, I'm not, allowed to say I'd be shocked. Yes, no, you are. I'm just. Throwing I don't need to allege like, that. I'm allowed to throw out allegedly. Sure. What is. When they say shit like this, though, let's say they were to go, well, we're running out of fucking space for houses, so we need to start cutting into that park that we made that was for people to run around in, all 12 of them. <laughs> Can't you just go, when you start pushing out then? Like, why do you need to go, let's encroach on every fucking bit of space in the city? Like, just fuck off further out wide. Find more space out there. Well... I think Do you know I, what I mean? No, I know what you mean. I think the problem is that there's like a lot of a lot of the suburbs in and around Sydney are zoned in a certain way where you can't really go up. You know what I mean? So there's not really any other space except for oh, these you, places. Oh, you telling me governments can't rezone Eddie? Shout out to Bobby Burke. But heritage laws are very difficult to get around. It's not a bad point. It's not a bad point. It's funny. Do they? They don't. Do they? I know there's like world heritage for like nature and shit, but they don't heritage like parks and stuff, do they? Uh well, didn't they fucking when they put Centennial in there? They like putting the roads and shit, and like they're all these really old trees, and they were digging them up for the light rail. That even. was for the light rail. They find all these indigenous burial sites. I'm like, well, did they? Yeah, dude. Apparently, really? Well, like not necessarily burial sites. I tell you, found fucking heaps of like tools and different. Like, Fair income. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. But, when they were doing the light rail. But we needed a fucking tram, dude, so yeah, we needed a tram. It's slower than the bus. How many fucking people do you reckon use that tram? Not many. Fucking every time I, I see one heaps. of those. Huh? I use it heaps. Go, yeah, but, go yeah, straight from my, my parents used it on the, the weekend. They were thrilled with it. Did they love it? Yep. Dave used it heaps. Dad so couldn't they. get over it. He goes, mate, we paid a dollar one way. He was loving it. They got in there. They went to Tanner Turner Musical. That's nice. Yeah. But your parents would, like, as in the well, they're, tram they're, they're is, tram folk. They're, they're, tra- they're tram people. They're tram people. Dave, but you live right next to it as well, don't you? Yeah, I live very good. So, like, how many people does it serve? Like, literally just the few that are on the line? Like, I think people that, like, get it for, like, people that want to get into the city in the morning for work and stuff get the bus because it wake. It's, like, half its time. It's slow as shit. Really? Yeah. It goes pretty slow. Like, if that hit you, you would might have a scrape on you. Well, I don't even think you'd you get die knocked slowly. over. Well, you probably wouldn't even get knocked over. Anyway, uh, we disagree with this decision. That's all. That's all. That's saying. our personal opinion. That's all. You can have yours. Doesn't bother me yeah. one way or the other. No. I just think that there is parkland that is not not redlining in yeah, any yeah. way. Yeah, let's redline a couple of parks first. Let's stomp out some good grass in some of the other parks. That, was, that grass looks like it hasn't if, seen if feet that, for If years. the parklands was, was redlining now, I'd go, okay, yeah. but it's not. Listen, dude. Some grass in Centennial Park's probably never seen a human foot. There, I said it. There was I've, I was places I was walking the other day. I was like, I didn't know this was here. Didn't it might know have been existed. virgin territory. You might have been like a fucking. I would have been. Might have been flora. Yeah, like Burton Wills or whoever yeah, the fuck Burke. they were. Burke and Wills. Burke. Yeah. Shout to Burke. Shout to Burke and to Wills. Um, anyway, not saying you're corrupt though, government. Just saying that. No, we're not saying that at all. We're just saying you've got form. Yeah, governments have form. Uh, anything else here, Edward, before we wind down? 
I don't think so, buddy. I think that might be you and me. What do you reckon? Shout to the punter, shout the dribbler. And the bloke dot shop, six PM. Bloke dot shop, six PM. Thursday bloke night. Bloke dot shop, six PM. Thursday night. And also our chat with Joe Croker on podcast, not on YouTube, because shout out to Jared, good man, but he was filming on his phone, not exactly. You'll get seasick. Yeah, you will. You'll get seasick. You'll get seasick, but Jared, good man. All right, bye-bye. Ciao. Could you two just not talk anymore? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.